Hey gang, you might be noticing that this uh, month's episode of Animation Damnation is coming to you on the WHM Prime feed. Oh no, we put it in the wrong spot. <laughs> oh fuck! No, no, we're ruined. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Over. Oh man, I can see right now the ship's just taking on water. Oh, oh, all from the wrong feed. Wait, okay, I got one cork here. <laughs> Eric, more corks. Oh no, I'm, I'm using my hat to try to get this water out, but I have nowhere to put it. Uh, so just putting it in a circle. You're telling me we just have two corks here? Shit! <laughs> uh, no, the reason we're doing this, um, the episode, by the way, is on the, uh, it's an episode from the Star Trek, the animated series. So to tie it into the Trekmentary, the episode's kind of like one big episode for Trekmentary, or like a commercial for Trekmentary, but... Yeah, a little bit, yeah. A you'll, little bit, not know, the whole thing. Yeah, we also talk about the animated series here and there. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> you know, because, well, yeah, listen, you guys know, you guys and gals at home, that when we get talking about Star Trek, hours are wasted. It's a wormhole. <laughs> so to plug the Trek material, we figured, hey, what the, what the heck? What the hey? Yeah. We'll put it on the main feed. So please enjoy this month's episode of Animation Damnation on Star Trek, the animated series. And be sure to check out Trekmentary Nemesis, available on iTunes, CD Baby, Google Play, and the Amazon Store. <laughs> Eric's got something to say. And also the other Animation Damnations you may have missed. We did one on Teen Wolf. What was the, what was the other one? We did one on G.I. Joe. Joe. Karate Kid. Karate Kid. Yeah, you could get those on the app or Bandcamp page as well. Exactly. WHMpodcast.bandcamp.com. Enjoy the episode. Quality in the writer's room of this program has to be some of the best in entertainment history. I, I don't I don't usually like to go in for that line of reasoning of like, oh, they must have been but clearly they must have been really stoked. Everyone is totally stoked. And you're right, I don't really like doing it either, you know. But what were they smoking? <laughs> but yeah. literally what were they smoking? That's the I think this cartoon is the one time you can say that. Is what were they smoking? This specific episode, too. Like the <laughs> <laughs> That's totally true. Hey man, what if uh, what if Kirk met the devil, man? <laughs> oh shit. Kirk V Devil, brother. <laughs> Dude, get this. He's kinda cool with him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Animation Damnation episode five. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside Steve Sadak and Eric Siska. We're talking about an episode of Star Trek, the animated series. Now, what is the actual name of this episode called? Ooh, Something uh, mellow. Oh, the shit, son. Magna Carta. <laughs> I don't think it was Ma the Magna Magnus Carta. of Tutu. It's a weird name. We'll, pull, we'll get the actual episode name here. It's, see, it's not as simple as Joe's Night Out. Like, no. Joe's Night Out, you know exactly what you're doing. You remember it. It has something to do with what happens in the episode. I mean, this should just be Kirk v. Devil. Yeah. At the the end has a twist where it's like, oh, shit, it was the devil. Like, you drew him exactly like the devil. Mm -hmm. Even even cloven hoof? Yeah, he's got hoofs. He's got hoofs. He's got cloven horns. feet. It's, yeah. it's hooves. Yeah. But you can also say cloven feet for that. Yes. So I think he's got cloven feet or he's got hooves. Yeah. Steve, isn't this great that we can kill time while Andrew's looking up the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
I just love the idea of we're going to meet a thing from, like, religious lore. Yeah. Because they kind of did that horseshit in uh, the fifth movie, which is way after this. Yeah, well, there was that fifth movie where they meet God. Well, he's But he's an alien tricking them, trying to say he's God. Yeah, and in this cartoon, uh, it's, It's I guess, quite literally the devil. It is actually the devil. But speaking of the movies, before we totally kick this off, I want to give a big fat plug out there for our Trekmentary commentary. Yeah, there you go. Trekmentary Nemesis. It's available on iTunes and Amazon for like 99 cents or or $1.99, depending on where you shop. Shop around if you want. You can get a better deal. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, it's available wherever uh, digital things are sold. So that's Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, and CD Baby. And that's, the, it's us talking about Star Trek Nemesis. Right. The final next generation film. You know, somebody said, actually, I don't know, somewhere on the internet, they're Ooh. like, oh, you did such a great job with Star Trek Nemesis. You definitely should tackle Star Trek V, The Undiscovered Country. Or, no, that's no, Final Frontier. Final Frontier, yeah. Undiscovered Country is an actual good movie. Yeah, I like it. It was on this TV last night. Oh, wow. Yeah, I I got sucked in. I've actually just (laughs) gone through the first five. I have the sixth one. I bought the box that I never saw any of the original movies because I was a TNG guy. And I really was upset with the fifth movie. Like I was spitting mad. I haven't haven't seen it in eons. Here's my question. Here's... Because I, I feel like we're a little divided on Star Trek Five, whether it's an episode or it's a commentary, right into the We All Hate Movies mailbag. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you want us to do? You tell us. You tell us, baby. Yeah, I mean, I'm of the mind that it's commentary worthy. That's you where can just I feel. look at it. I can just watch it. I mean, I've seen. Here's the thing. For whatever reason, and I don't know if it was because it was what was available at the Coconuts where I was <laughs> buying VHS tapes. Sure. I only had two Star Trek movies on VHS: Wrath of Khan. And fucking goddamn Final Frontier. I don't know why, but those were the two that I had. And I have seen Star Trek V The Final Frontier more times than I've seen any other Star Trek movie. I just watched that movie. And as a kid... child abuse. (laughs) This was a a movie that I didn't need We Hate Movies to help me come to terms with it being terrible. On my own, I sort of realized that it was terrible. But the first couple times, like, it's Star Trek. These are the things I like. It's Star Trek. It's got everything I want. Star Trek. That's that's what I'm doing. Rocket boots for no reason. Those fucking rocket boots. But you know what I never subscribed to was those old bastards sitting around a campfire singing, row, row, row your boat. Even as a kid, (laughs) that made me want to throw up. What are you, a green-blooded Vulcan? I might as well be because one, Row, Row, Row Your Boat is one of the dumbest, most obnoxious songs of all time. No adult should sing it without children present. Exactly. No adult should be singing around a campfire, period, unless there's children present. Well, I don't know. You get really drunk. Well, unless you're singing like some good, like, dranken songs. But, dude, a children's nursery rhyme tune. That's creepy. Stop. That's unsettling. And he's trying to get him to do, like, the whole, like, go around. You know, he's like, now I'm going to start at this part, Spock. And then, and then you're going to come in and sing this fucking part. And then Jim's going to come in and sing that fucking part. <laughs> that, that is if your dumb Vulcan mind can understand what a fucking song is. <laughs> God, you, you make me sick just looking at you. God, that's the best relationship of of the original movies. I love it. Just DeForest Kelly and at Spock's throat. Oh, the whole time. Yeah. That but whole it's series. all specious, really weird. Well, like, it's really, it's just because he, he wants to be Kirk's best friend, and he's yeah. not. 
And yeah. Dr. McCoy is kind of an old racist. Yeah, he's a simple country doctor. He's uh, a AKA, simple country doctor. You know. Hates them Vulcans. Hates them, them dirty Klingons. Don't even get me started, Jim, about the Klingons. Jim Boy, did you ever get my note on the Vulcan bathroom idea that I had? <laughs> I just, I, I, I have a couple of, a, I, I just have a little bit of a problem medically about going to the bathroom where Vulcans are peeing. Another person who's got a problem with it is those damn Yankees. Not the baseball team, Northerners probably, I'm guessing. Northerners had a problem with what? No, no, no. Bones. Oh, Bones, yes. I, I just imagine he, he yearns for the days of the Confederate Confederacy. It's probably Still? true. <laughs> Still? Well, you're, you're, In the 22nd century? Why not? Your, your, your guy's hero, Picard, yeah. all he does is like, oh, remember when we used to have slaves? <laughs> well, I don't think so. I remember old, the old times in old England, and remember when we had boats that were actual boats? Well, yeah, boats are actual boats, not... Remember those those Dutch slave ships? <laughs> oh, I I yearn for the days of the triangle trade, Mister LaForge. <laughs> no, no, that never happened. So hey. this is the laziest cartoon in history. It right? is, and by the way, it's called the Magics of Megas Two. That's magic with a CK. It's magics with a CK, and then Megas Two is M E G A S uh, hyphen. Capital T U, and that's the planet that's in the center of the universe. There's Correct. always something classy, even even in the worst of the cartoons, of pluralizing the word magic. Like, ooh, look at those; those are some dark magics. Well, I think that that implies right. If you're saying magics, yeah. right, that's like dark arts. You say magic, it's some idiot oh. doing a card trick. <laughs> so what's the, what's good magic? Like, what's like real, like honest magic? <laughs> Is there such a thing? It's only it's only dumbasses with cards or like the devil. evil stuff. Yeah. Well, what? Like you mean like like uh, benevolent like, Harry Potter spells? Yeah, exactly. I guess that's like wizardry. You'd you'd classify that as wizardry. It's magic, I guess. <laughs> I'm just thinking in in the real world when I hear magics in the real world. <laughs> yeah, it's in, only dark magics. <laughs> in in my living room when I hear someone use the word magics. I just think, yeah. you know, malevolent forces I think at the work. K really send, sends, it, sends it home there. K is an evil letter. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. one of those hard level letters. That, that's why I'm Eric with a C. Yep. And I'm Eric with a K. No, no. I'm, no. I, if, I, if I were, I'd be, you know, in league with the devil. <laughs> so speaking of in league with the devil, so this episode of this show is the Enterprise has been assigned to go to the center of the universe... <laughs> Which I don't know if this is a Starfleet sanctioned operation. We're just gonna go to the center of the universe. It sounds like a prank. Like, you know, <laughs> go find the uh the pool on the roof, freshman. It's like go to the center of the universe. Like, well, how does that work? Yeah, totally. What is it? Fucking pledge week at Starfleet? <laughs> and what was the name of that planet again? Megas two. Megas two. So you got a big fat two <laughs> on the name of the planet that's in the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah, but it's T U though. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It wasn't like Rigel Seven, where there's just like a number there. See, the thing is, like, we can in in we live in the future now, so yeah. we can look on Netflix and stuff, and we see what the spelling is of that too. But if I'm watching this, oh thing, yeah, that's back, a good call. Back in the day, you yeah. know, unless you had a 1970s TV guide, or, yeah, that's or maybe true. you were. Uh... You were calling in for the transcripts. People did that, right? Oh man, oh, right? I yeah, bet it was probably trivia. 
Yeah. Like, like yeah. no idiots. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> it's T-U. Do, go to a Star Trek convention and say, say Megas T-2 with the letter, the number 2. You get your head crushed in. How would you say it with the number 2? <laughs> you'd say Megas number 2. And then so you're like, well... First of all, idiot. It's Vegas 2 to you. <laughs> Second of all, why are you going so far out of your way to be wrong? <laughs> you are really trying your best to be incorrect about something. We should do that one day. We should do like a remote piece. Just go to a Star Trek convention? I'd love to. And piss people off? Yeah, I would totally do that. Get our heads I'm, crushed. Because we're like those bad boy Star Trek fans, right? Because like yeah. we, we criticize it. <laughs> yeah. We criticize that's it. We right. call out everything that's wrong with it. We them. watch Star Trek smoking cigarettes in our leather pants. <laughs> we're New York bad. City. <laughs> yep. We're, uh, the, we're the place that makes shitty salsa. <laughs> Star Trek update. Uh, my Deep Space Nine rewatch has petered out. Oh, yeah. That, that's how that's going to go. Yeah, but it was getting really good, though. I just watched too much TV. But it wasn't bad. How I deep got, did you go? I got to like the fourth season where Worf comes in. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Don't don't. Yeah, you know, pat yourself on the back. Yeah. That. No, I mean, I haven't given up just yet. Yeah, just leave it there. Netflix will tell you where you were, which is nice. That's what I like about it. But then the problem was, you know, me and the missus started season two of Orange Is the New Black the uh-huh. other day. You got Kate Mulgrew on there. Now I'm thinking about watching Voyager all over again. So that's I got the- that to handle. <laughs> You should have enough hours of the day, These man. These fucking fake problems that I'm creating for myself. <laughs> so, speaking of fake problems, yeah, the magics of Magus too. Excuse me. So they go to the center. They're they're like Starfleet's like ah, I don't know. Uh, we kind of ran out of ideas in those that first show. This is a cartoon. Might as well go to uh, the center of the Earth or the universe. I the universe, say. yeah. So they go there and they get in some kind of wormhole y kind of thing. It's they kind of fly into some sort of nebula gobbledygook mm, science ma- talk. Magics, yeah. Yeah, they fly into magics. A big magics cloud. The mm-hmm. Orlando magics cloud. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they encounter um, stuff starts going crazy right on the ship. So like, so like, life support starts breaking down, and you know the thrusters aren't working, and Scotty's bitching that the you know the backup power. Yeah, he's running his mouth all over that bridge, flip flapping his gums. Can we just kind of circle out a little bit about in a, in a macro sense about this? This is some of the laziest animation. And laziest voice work you're ever gonna get. Well, it's it's produced by Filmation, so so right there, yep. it's what, the what, worst animation. What of all else time. are they known for? They did like Scooby Doo. They did He Man. Um, yeah, all the mm-hmm. He Man stuff they did. It's right. kind of like before, like that uh, anime style kind of started started seeping in, like the, with the turtles. You know what I mean? We had bigger eyes, and we were actually like kind of doing a little bit more yeah i mean anytime you watch a cartoon where like the character just has like these little black circles as eyeballs and then there's like one kind of slit that juts out to make it look like an eye like that's filmation and like sometimes you know people are missing body parts or like i think filmation also did that uh original ghostbusters cartoon where there's the monkey Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not the uh, nothing to do with the famous film franchise. No, and not, that's why they called it the real Ghostbusters cartoon. That makes sense. It was like two dudes, a monkey, a fucking wacky, chitty chitty bang bang type car. That was terrible. Yeah, that. Much, speaking of animation damnation, that's going to be on. You know what at some we got to do one day is some Hanna Barbera stuff. So, you know, Grape Ape. Oh yeah, Grape Ape is offensive. So I mean, really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> How about that shark that was curly? That sucks. Oh, that guy. That, I think that's kind of where our, our Jaws voice came from. As well. Oh, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're totally that, right. That character. Wow. Was. So if you paid for this, you just got your money back right there. That you, that's a wealth of knowledge. No one knows that. We didn't talk about the origins of that voice. There you go. Origin stories. WHM origins. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> he. Like all of the character, all of the actors, like you know, they got fired or the show just got canceled, like it d- did. Yeah, everybody comes back, which is really weird. Like that's like that never happens in cartoons. Right, you got William Shatner doing Kirk's voice. You got Leonard Nimoy, DeForest Kelly. This is outrageous. Down to uh, Nichelle Nichols. I uh, mean, everybody's here. The gang's all here. Sulu. No Chekhov though. Chekhov is replaced with, by some orange alien. Right, there's a gobbledygook alien. Well, that's because you're drawing things, right? So when you're mm-hmm. drawing stuff, we can make all sorts of weird shit. You and, know, it's not yeah. just pointy ears or a little fucking dumb mustache. And I think J.J. Abrams definitely saw the the animated series. Oh, yeah. In at least in the first movie that he did, there's definitely some gleep glop aliens on that bridge. The second one's got a gleep glop alien, that big fucking blue thing that works at that command center the at the back. slip them in, too. Like, there's just like, oh, look at this guy. He's, like, blue. And I'm like, who the fuck are you, dude? Get the fuck out of my Star Trek. Yeah, I mean. Go use that much. bath. Go use the blue guy bath. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What a racist. You're speaking of specious. Uh, you're drinking out of a humanoid water fountain. The blue motherfucker water fountain <laughs> is down on the next deck. So is that blue guy humanoid? I guess. I, I guess. I mean, know. humanoid's the wrong word. No, no, I know humanoid's like more than one arm or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. Like, Sorry. Humanoid is an actor in makeup, is what yes. a humanoid yeah. is. Well, you got to figure, too. I mean, it's so. This is a bizarre thing to do because the show was 66 to like 69. Yeah. This cartoon doesn't kick in until 73. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and the yeah. theme song lets you know it's a little jazzier. It's a little more seventies. There's like what? it's right where I want to be. Let's put the what photograph on. You know, make a highball, <laughs> pop some lewds, watch the Star Trek cartoon. You know, I was saying smoking weed, but guaranteed there was some lewds. Oh yeah, in dude. the writers' and then room. You take your socks off, dig your toes into that shag carpet, <laughs> and be like, you know what? I'm in a really good spot right now. <laughs> now let's write an episode where the Enterprise meets the devil. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the so the devil, like an alien known as Lucid, jumps like through their viewfinder into the bridge, right? While right. everything's going haywire. Yeah, they're like they're all about to die because like the life supports off and and this that and the other thing, and then he boards and he whoever is voicing Lucid is like the one actor. Who clearly hasn't been in any other Star Trek? Because yeah. like this guy was excited to be doing this episode. He's like he's like John Reese Davies. Like, Hello, my <laughs> Enterprise friends, come in and know me better, man. I don't yeah. know why I went to Muppets Christmas Carol there, but uh, <laughs> that's what happened. And you know, everyone else is just—they're literally reading the script for the first time. Like slowly under their breath, and that's their voice acting. <laughs> oh, it's it's a one and done situation for sure. And like, hello, Lucin, what are you <laughs> doing on the Enterprise? That's even more acting than they did. But yeah, like there's at one point, like Kirk is like pleading for somebody's life, and he's like, "No, that'd be a shame. You can't let him die." I mean, when is that a T.J. Hooker callback happening? <laughs> oh my God, you guys! What I take back. What I just fucking said about this voice actor. Yeah, uh-huh. eat, eat it. 
who had not been doing anything. Is he a Star Trek actor? Voicing Lucian, James Doohan. What? Whoa. No way. Yeah, man. I guess that's why Scotty kind of has like almost no lines in this episode. Well, I mean, like that- he's kvetching at the beginning about his fucking backup power. That's crazy. And then that's it. And then it's all the Lucian show. Well, this might be his best performance. Well, it's weird because he's like... It, that's a very voice actory thing to do is like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, everyone does. Like Mark Hamill did a bunch of voices on the Batman show and whatever else. Oh, yeah. Famously, the Joker. Famously, the Joker. <laughs> but like he'd also be like a newscaster sometimes. But like with a voice like Mark Hamill's, though, you can tell. Like you can also kind of tell that that Joker is Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. well, you know what I mean? Because it's like the hello. But apparently James Doohan's like Billy West. <laughs> Billy West. I mean, it's insane. It's really, truly insane. I I just have my mind blown. So this guy, apparently voiced by James Doohan, is like really excited to have met the Enterprise crew. And the Enterprise crew, you know, being in the 22nd century or whatever, is uh, kind of, they're like, we as a society have rightly moved away from organized religion on Earth. Have we? Oh, no, oh, oh, in Star oh, Trek. Oh, thank God. Okay, we yeah. as a society in the 22nd <laughs> yeah. century. Yeah. No, not now, clearly. <laughs> clearly not now. What is Steve smoking? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. no, they're like, the devil? What? They, they just, like, everyone else would be like, oh, it's the devil. Everyone watching it is, oh, it's the devil, because it's a big beefcake with fucking goddamn goat hooves and horns on his head. <laughs> no no clothes on his body, either. No, 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 no. no, the no. Only thing He's th- missing a red cape. And a pitchfork. Other than that, <laughs> it's the devil. I left it back on my planet. Magus, too. I kept expecting uh, Kirk to go up to him and tap his head and see, can we leave tomorrow? Can we leave the next day? <laughs> What are you doing, sir? What are you doing? It's James Doohan. You're you're telling my fortune. Oh no, wrong show. That's a great episode of the Twilight. It's one of, one of the best. Top Man, five. I got so pissed because I don't. I remember what I was reading. Um. Oh no, that's what it was. And it's a, it's a good book. I haven't finished it yet. It's a good book. Aside from this one glaring error, I'm reading Nicholas Meyer's autobiography. Okay. So due to directed Khan yeah. and mm-hmm. and Star Trek Six. He's talking about Shatner, and he mentions that Shatner was uh, big on TV because he'd done, like, some westerns and some sci-fi stuff, and an episode of The Twilight Zone where he's on an airplane. And I was like, dude, that other episode is way better. What was the other episode? The other episode is where he and his lady friend go to a diner, and there's, like, the little devil box thing, and it's like, pull this piece of paper out of its mouth and it tells you a fortune mm-hmm. and it's, it's something the, about like bad luck and he starts like getting really paranoid it's just about paranoia like you don't know whether or not the thing's evil or not or if it's just a thing where people get like really too wrapped up in it and like there's a great thing at the end where there's like this other like they, they decide to put it behind them and move on to the next town and this like old guy comes up and he's like could i leave tomorrow and it's like oh you poor fuck <laughs> just stuck in this. Speaking diner. of which, you just totally blew our cool Star Trek cred by saying you're reading Nicholas Meyer's autobiography. <laughs> Dude, this guy had an awesome life. I mean, he's not dead. He's still yeah. very much alive. But he has had a rockin' life in Hollywood. He's like the classic Hollywood success mm-hmm. story. Like, started writing copy at Paramount, like here in New York. 
and made his way out to LA. Like he's written a bunch of books and he's done screenplays and he's fucking been nominated for Oscars. Oh, good for him. It's great. It's really uplifting. Better than reading your autobiography. Uh, what am I still doing here? The Eric Siska story. <laughs> you know, the sales have been poor. I will admit that. But we just got a new Kindle edition. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, Kindle so. single? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so, I mean, we're hanging out with Satan. Satan's just like, hey, magic is real. And they're like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, no, I know this is a science fiction show, but now it's about magic. <laughs> and he he starts doing magic stuff and like Spock for some reason again like these characters aren't exactly as drawn as well as they are in other iterations. Spock's like, well that makes logical s- magic in this instance makes logical sense, Captain. <laughs> it's like no, there's nothing logical about it really. So they're, then they're saying like you know oh you're from this race of people. He's he Lucian says that he's from this race of jibbity jab whatever. And they're like, oh, we want to meet those people. You know, take us to your planet. And it's another horse. Certainly. <laughs> it's a horseshit thing where he's like, oh, well, I'm going to have to trans, like, tr- like I'm going to have to modify everything you see around you. So it's like what you can understand. Or else you'll go mad. Yeah. And it's like, all right, I'm going to make this like beautiful planet. And he's like, here. Does this dump satisfy you? Do you recognize this as a home world now? And they're like, well, yeah, because before it was just a red cloud. <laughs> you don't like, like red clouds? And we liked it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and so then it turns out that, like, Lucian's cohorts, on his, his race of people, are none too pleased. And it's another horseshit, like, oh, we were also at Earth back in the day, and we advised Earthlings of this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, oh, okay, well... What happened next? Oh, well, then the Earthlings turned on us and we were persecuted. Let's take you back to what that was all about. And you're like, oh, my God, how many minutes are left of this 24-minute cartoon? Well, the funny thing is, uh, during all these like things, it's like, let me tell you the history of Earth. And he's like, well, first we were in caves and then we did this. And it's only a static shot of Earth the entire time. And it's just James Doohan doing it up. Yeah, thanks a lot, Filmation. Just You would think that there would be a montage, is what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> So they're replicating the Salem witch trials at this point because <laughs> this is what Earthlings did to their race of people. So witches we burned in the 1600s were from the center of the universe, yep. Magnus too, and they were just people that knew magic. They were just magic people. Yep, yep. The, the old witches were aliens, switcheroo. And uh, Steve pointed this out uh, when we were rewatching this. There was a couple of out of context conquistadors there. <laughs> there were. Thanks no. a lot, filmation. You know, maybe you know Spain wandered up from Florida at the time. <laughs> it was like, hey, what's cracking here? Oh, you're burning people. Hey. And, you know, we did that back in the Spanish Inquisition. Let me give you some pointers. <laughs> give me some tips on tying someone to a post and another burning th- them. Another thing of like bad reference art, like these people keep changing shape, like that. Even uh, Lucian isn't exactly in that form because it's all like, oh, let me show you something you can understand. But like whenever they go back to their normal form, they just look like a bunch of space ghosts. Yes, they do look like hooded space ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Just, just some space ghosts. It's, it's really creepy and weird. But why would this guy choose to look like the devil? <laughs> if, unless he, he's the devil. He is the devil. Yeah. It's the, the other people aren't, and apparently, you know, I don't, I don't know, but 
<laughs> I just don't know. Your, your but, noodle's oh all scrambled God, by this episode. Uh, it is. I, I'm surprised uh, Bones didn't figure it out first because he's still from the Bible Belt, kind of. I mean, that, if there was anyone who should have pinpointed this shit immediately, like, oh, Jim, it's Satan. <laughs> Jim, I, I read about this in Appalachia. <laughs> I used to fear this guy every Sunday, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Doc <laughs> McCoy, uh, doctor slash theologian. So, yeah, why not? So it gets to the point where it's like, you you know, earth, earthlings were so terrible to us. Like you did these witch these witch trials, and and we're showing you what that's all like. And and we don't want any earthlings coming to the center of the universe because you're just gonna fuck up our magic and kill us. <laughs> and then Kirk has to be like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Here's all of our data cards from the Enterprise <laughs> to show you the history of mankind since then because you don't know it. And it's like fucking like eight millimeter film strips and it's like punch cards, <laughs> like computer punch cards. Old timey IBM punch cards. Yes. It's so weird. And like you get this a lot on Star Trek, right? I feel like every eight to 12 episodes of Star Trek in any series, there's a trial. Yep. Oh yeah. There's a trial episode. Humanity is being put on trial. Someone v the cast of the television show yes. you're watching, and that's just what this is. And it's like Spock is like, all right, well, I'm not a human, and I'm, I'm so I'm not from Earth. Uh, let me be their defense attorney. And so he's like conducting the trial, and he first interviews Lucian, and it's blah blah blah, and then it's it's up to Kirk, and it's just like. Even even though Shatner was checked out, he still made sure he was the fucking hero in every episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And this is just like, okay, Jim, why don't you show them about all of humanity's accomplishments? And he's like, ah, uh, well, gee, since the 1600s, <laughs> we did all sorts of great stuff. Uh, um, granted, there was also genocide and two world wars and a bunch of other stuff. But, the Civil uh, Rights Act of 1965 was pretty happening. Sounds like <laughs> bullshit to me, Jim. <laughs> This fucking, uh, this Lucian's calling him Friend Kirk. Yeah. He's Friend Kirk and Cause Friend he, Spock. Because he could sense all the sin on Kirk, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> this guy knows how to get down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a like real Palamide. He knows in a few years Kirk's going to be his roommate for the rest of the time. <laughs> get your plot ready, Kirk. <laughs> We're going to be best pals. <laughs> so... And then it's horseshit because, like, they kind of lose the trial even though they win the trial because, like, the main – like, the head honcho who's just dressed up like a pilgrim in this whole thing. Yeah. It's pilgrims and conquistadors. Right. But the main guy is a pilgrim. Yeah. And he's, he looks like an animated Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, uh, all right, yeah, trial's over. Now – I am just going to lock your friend Lucian in this red bubble for all time. He's about to send him to the fucking Phantom Zone, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so Kirk, like, steps in. And this is the craziest shit of craziest shit. Is Spock's like, okay, Jim, you know what to do. Just think of what you believe magic to be and use that. And you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? And Kirk's like... Got it. I know exactly what he's talking about. Well, earlier in the episode, Spock's like, well, it's only logical. If they could do magic, we could do magic. And he's like, watch me move this Vulcan chess piece with after, magic. After he draws a pentagram on the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird for my Sunday, Saturday morning cartoon show. Yeah. That's a real mom's coming in in the 1970s smoking six cigarettes. What are you <laughs> watching? <laughs> the devil. 
It's not Sunday. Smack. <laughs> smack, <laughs> smack, smack. Flip it over to Davy and Goliath. Smack yeah. goes Bobby Draper. <laughs> oh, man, that kid is just ready to kill somebody at some point. That family's got problems. My favorite line <laughs> of the entire first half of that season is Bobby Draper being like, I have stomach aches all the time. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that poor fucking kid. Yeah, b- oh, b- yeah. Bobby Draper's going to go to like a water tower with a sniper rifle. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so then Kirk starts magic fighting Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> and it's dumb. And it lasts like two seconds. Because, again, it's a 24-minute episode. Like, that's what I feel is a big... I've watched a lot of this cartoon. And a big problem with it is they were not used to going from the hour-long format down to a 24-minute cartoon. So here we're really trying to wedge all this shit in to make Mm. it feel like a Star Trek episode. But it's just all rushed. There's literally like two exchanges of magic laser beams coming out of hands. But it's also very much like, and then kind of (laughs) storytelling. You know what I mean? It's like, and then they're on trial, I guess? Sure, man. Well, there's one part where, like, Brendan Gleeson's like, oh, by the way, the extent of our magic is such. <laughs> and he splits the Enterprise in half and blows it up. You're just like, oh, all right. <laughs> well, they're all dead. <laughs> well, he, he, I guess he reassembles the matter later. I guess it's sort of what you Earthlings would call a transporter, but of the whole ship. <laughs> <laughs> And also, the only people in the stocks are like 12 people. It's like the main cast and then like a couple of extras. So I'm imagining everybody else is dead. Yeah. Also, for why now. do you need extras for, for a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, or pack, pack them to the gills at that point. Yeah, but you don't have that many stocks. Well, then again, you're recreating all of Salem, Massachusetts with your magic. So I guess you could, you could theoretically make unlimited stocks and put all... 3,000 aboard the Enterprise into them. I got a question about this orange alien. Is he... <laughs> does he talk in other episodes? I think he might, but there's also cat people that talk. What? There are cat there people. There are cat people, yeah. It's not like the orange alien is... Like, the orange alien doesn't get his own episodes <laughs> at any point. Yeah, I don't, don't think. None, none just, of them do, I don't think. It was just Walter Koenig, and, like, that's how they interpreted Chekhov. <laughs> was just this big orange alien. Oh, great, Captain. I am now a cat person. <laughs> I pissed off the wrong person. I'm Admiral Ekbar, whatever that is. <laughs> Captain, clean my litter box, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's so many Gleep Gloop and Aliens. The one thing I was like, oh, all right, so this is like 73 to 75. Yeah. Certain other franchise comes along in 77, and that's chock full of Gleep Gloop and Aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm, wonder if a uh, certain someone watched a cartoon. Oh, I was just hanging out with a bunch of my lewd buddies while they were writing this cartoon <laughs> show. Oh, man, George just... Lucas on lewds. Oh, His lewd buddies. <laughs> yeah, you got lewd pals. Man. Uh, I wind up giving them a job. <laughs> called it Industrial Light and Magic. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happened. One like fucking ranch house in, in Southern California. Yep, and we're just a bunch of fucking pill popping lewd heads. Funny, Tinted funny, glasses as far as the eyes can <laughs> see. Funny, funny you mentioned that. That's why we bought Skywalker Ranch. It was just to, you know. Do some lewds on the weekend without <laughs> without Danny's mom coming in. You wanted a place to do lewds in private. Do, Things get a little weird with lewds. Do lewds and play some D and D. 
<laughs> hey, Steven, want to come over and play D&D this weekend? Hey, Steven, that's how I came up with Saboba. <laughs> I was on a bunch of ludes. I rolled a seven, and I was like, Saboba. <laughs> you know, Steven... <laughs> You know, Stephen, we really do need a dungeon master. <laughs> Someone to guide us through the game. Oh, that's fucking great. And that's also where Temple of Doom came from. <laughs> hey, um, you guys hear that Harrison Ford hurt his ankle inside the Millennium yeah. Falcon today? Yeah. What a flub. That That'll teach you to do these fucking shitty sequels. That makes your childhood hurt a little bit. It's I just broke like- my ankle on the fucking Falcon. <laughs> Yeah. Pull up the goddamn skateboard out. <laughs> it kind of really like breaks that magic for me, right? <laughs> yes. It's like, wait, wait. Han Solo is now so old. On a fake version of his ship, <laughs> he fell down and was hospitalized. I Like the story said something about like, it, like heard it on a door. And I'm just imagining like I mean, the, the Millennium Falcon didn't have these, but maybe it's been modified in the years since, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi. But, like, imagine it had, like, a door that just, like, comes down. Yeah. And this do- <laughs> I just picture this door coming down on Harrison Ford saying, Ow! My fucking foot! <laughs> it's like the idea of, like, Han Solo in this, like, souped-up Millennium Falcon being <laughs> 70 years old and not knowing how to do anything. Like, My fucking grandson reprogrammed the controls on me! I don't know how to work this door! <laughs> he gets slammed. <laughs> We can get up to 12 parseps doing the Kessel Run, but you can't get me to the hospital any quicker? (laughs) So we should probably say how this cartoon ends. Oh, yeah, good idea. So, you know, Kirk fights this, you know, pilgrim, and then they're like, that was the test. Yeah, it's always the test. Because the the devil's just one of our people. It's just a regular dude for us. So, like, it's great that you defended him. And Kirk's like, all right. Yeah. Nice. I had defended Satan. He def- All yeah. right. He p- pretty is outstanding. I mean, yeah, they do at, at the end, like, you know, to, to sort of like, they're trying to boil Kirk's blood a bit. And he's like, you know that, you know that guy's other name? It's not just Lucian. It's Lucifer. And like, one kid's like, what? <laughs> Shit. And what's- Mom! <laughs> Guess what Kirk just did? Don't tell grandma. What's great about that, too, is Kirk is, you know, is finally totally aware of the fact that he is the devil. And is just like, I'm not interested in legends. <laughs> yeah. He's a living person. That's what's so Take great about Catholic it. Church, it's, by just, the way. it's just shitting on organized religion, yeah. and I love it. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, that fucking fairy tale. Yeah. That's how, great. How about you guys on Sunday maybe think about being nice to everyone? Yeah. Maybe even the devil. <laughs> Especially the devil. <laughs> maybe then we don't have all these problems. What did he ever do to you? Yeah. What did the devil ever do to you? Oh, man, we're really saying something this time. Oh my god, you guys! It's a strike! <laughs> Knocked all ten down! Well, now that you guys are finished, maybe we can play our Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> just, just George Lucas is the guy in the back. Uh, think we gotta write another episode, George. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'll just hang out and put on some more records. You guys like John Denver? <laughs> Get out, George. I got some good Spike Jones stuff. It's pretty funny. True story. I got some John Denver on vinyl. Oh, nice. That's great, dude. Fucking man, Rocky Mountain High. Yep. Gets you where you need to go. W- yep. Was anyone embarrassed watching this? I will say 200% absolutely not. I've watched this show for a long time before... before 
agreeing to do this episode of Animation Damnation. Uh, it's a great hanging out on your couch show, if you get my drift. Uh, it's fantastic. It's stupid. It's silly. But the cool thing, and I didn't realize this until today, but look at it this way. The first series, the live action series, three seasons. This cartoon, two seasons, thus completing the five-year mission. Wow. There you go. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool if you look at it that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I would recommend this. This is great after a night of partying, like, <laughs> yeah. like we do, because we're party dudes. We're yeah. party Star Trek dudes. You come home late at night. <laughs> you, once yeah. the ludes are wearing down, you pop it on, man, yeah. and you, you, t- you let it take you to sleep. It's perfect. By party Star Trek dudes, you mean drinking in your own house and watching other Star Trek movies. Hey, you know what? It's uh, yeah. how you save money. <laughs> Listen to all you kids out there. Going out every night's not worth it. Yeah, Stay uh, home with Star Trek like an adult. We live in like the one of the most expensive cities in this country. Yeah. And <laughs> actually you know. the world. <laughs> so take that Shanghai. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I was a bit embar- I was a bit embarrassed, but not really like the animation is tough, and it's kind of like you know how much all of the actors just didn't want to be there, except for James Doohan, apparently. <laughs> like, he was the only one swinging twice for the fences. Like, you hear that, Disney? I could do all of it. And I, th- I feel what that is also is like because Motherfucker was like Canadian, and everybody just because this is the only thing he was really known for, yeah, thought he was everybody thought he was fucking Scottish. And he's like, no, I can do all sorts of voices. Don't count me out yet, Disney. <laughs> or, well, I'm already morbidly obese, so you, so I have to go with the voice route. <laughs> no, I don't know. He's not John Rhys Davis. It's a lot of fun. It's stupid. The animation's terrible. Here's the one thing I will say in defense of the animation, though. Like, yes, the actual people flip flap in their mouths is wretched. Yeah. Body parts don't move. Yeah. Sometimes it's only like pursed lips moving, and everything else is just. I mean, it's yeah. shitty filmation. Everybody's seen it. But when the weird space stuff happens on that show, They're like going for in it. this, like. Yeah. Again, when you're hanging out on the couch, wink, wink. It's awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's awesome. It's it's awesome. Ah, it's awesome. Don't turn it off. Are you smoking weed? (laughs) No, it's no. I'm relaxed. Just loads. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mom, you got a carton of cigarettes in there for me? It's 1973. (laughs) Yeah. If there's anyone young listening. Um, we were portraying characters. Yeah. <laughs> and don't do anything. Don't do anything with Maybe your enjoy life. a glass of water with this. <laughs> I'm going to turn a- on the Star Trek cartoon. A tall, ice cold glass of water. It's important to hydrate, especially in these summer months. <laughs> I think this is um, not the one and only time we'll visit Star Trek. There's more to do, man. There is. There's a few seasons to do. There's two seasons of this show, and there's a lot of crazy episodes. Like we always, you know, we always say this, especially with the bigger shows Mm. like GI Joe. You got to find the real crazy episodes. And I mean, shit, the crew of the Enterprise hanging out, fighting for, defending, and befriending the devil is a pretty great start. I feel. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Definitely watch it. And both, do we say this? The first two seasons are the only two seasons are on Netflix in full. You can watch them. Yep. 
They are. Anytime you want, tall glass of water and you mm-hmm. at night watching watching Star Trek cartoons. Mm-hmm. What is worse, this or Enterprise? <laughs> Enterprise. The yeah. live action TV series. I I couldn't care. Like all of those like TNG spin-offs like during that heyday, like everything kind of not spin-offs, but like there was, you know, there's a time when like literally four Star Trek shows were on at once and that's amazing. Yeah. I it just it got le- diminishing returns until Enterprise showed up. I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to bother. No, I watched the pilot of that show. Although I'm intrigued because I've noticed via IMDb credits that a lot, not a lot, but a couple of the uh, Next Generation cast appear. They also do some weird time travel stuff in that where like Hitler takes New York. It's, Let me just say that. They're Hitler always fighting Nazis when time travel's involved. You can look up, uh, there's a clip on YouTube from Enterprise of like, news on parade. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> Der Fuhrer took in the sights today in New York. Oh, Madison Square Garden and oh, the Lady Liberty. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty great. But other oh, wait, than you that, it's takes terrible. in New York. He doesn't take New York. No, no, he, both. Oh. I think he takes over America. Oh, see, that's, you let like, him in on a sightseeing mission and he secretly takes over the country. I think it's something stupid like the Gleep Gloop aliens helped the Nazis take over America in the past. So, so, uh, so, our, Ma, Archer, Captain Archer's got to go back in time and help the mafia fight Nazis. <laughs> I feel like any time you get into a time machine, you, t- you type in like 1985 or like, you know, 1851 it automatically just says didn't you mean 1934 like it just <laughs> you're always going back to, to hitler time yes because well, that's you know autocorrect on time machines it's crazy <laughs> oh no the autocorrect sent us back to the 1930s again <laughs> i have a feeling we could just do a star trek podcast i don't know i mean it. i know there's oh, other star yeah. trek podcasts you know once we start getting paid for this <laughs> yeah and we do this every day i would totally do a star trek podcast I would definitely do a we, star could, trek we could have podcast. one on every show going simultaneously <laughs> <laughs> but not enterprise you'd have to get somebody else yeah no <laughs> that's yeah we're not gonna touch enterprise i would totally do it oh and useless plug but uh kumail nanjiani's x-files podcast it's great Oh, I just did really? the thing where you kiss your fingers like you ate good food. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, you ate it up. Because he's not, he's not like making jokes about it. He's like a right. huge X-Files fan. He calls it like his Star Trek. Yeah. And he just talks about episodes. Like literally yeah, yeah. one, you know, he's doing it, which is fantastic. The plug for that show. Kumail Nanjiani's X-Files Files. It's the name of the podcast. Oh, yeah, on Feral Audio. Feral Audio? Yeah. What's that? That's uh, who hosts his podcast. Oh. Was that like a podcasting network? I think it is. That's fantastic. We will revisit the Star Trek cartoon at one point or another, but that is Animation Damnation, episode number five, where we're talking about Star Trek, the magics of Magus 2. And that's T-U. It's not the number two. You don't want to be a jerk. And it's not (laughs) P-U. Might be. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. See you later. Eric Siska. Take it easy.